0: The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees.
1: Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. name of the episode is Polk Apocalypse. It was almost listen while you glisten, but... uh... I don't know why Polka, Polka, polka Polkapocalyptic? Polka-pocalyptic, apocalyptic, polka right, anyway, that's everybody made it except for Shannon. He was on assignments. Uh, we do talk about Obi-Wan, but we do not spoil the Obi-Wan TV series for you, so don't worry about that. If you stay till the end, Rebecca reviews uh, Top Gun Maverick, and we cover a lot of Star Wars. Lots and lots of Star Wars happened this week, so that's the, like the first half of the show. So, if you're a Star Wars fan, this one's for you. Uh, This podcast is, of course, available to you for free thanks to our sponsors. We're talking about the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection at 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake where I picked up some really cool action figures this week. Oh, I'm so happy with them. Uh, Anyway, so uh, go and see those guys. Uh, They make this podcast free to you, and we thank them for it. Also, if you want more... Like a spoiler filled deep dive of the first two episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi, go to our Patreon. It's GeekshowGotThisCovered.com. It'll take you there. It's a link to the Patreon. It's very affordable. Tree, fi- tree fitty. Come on. I mean, it's, it's it's super affordable. You get all kinds of extra content there every week. All right. Uh, and uh, our merchandise, of course, GeekshowPodcast.com. Click on the merch button and uh, wear our logo in the wild. Okay. It's a brand new episode. Hulk Apocalypse? Anyway, please to enjoy.
2: It's so, it's so, it's so.
1: Welcome everybody. Hi. Oh, Hello. everyone looks so good. Everyone <laughs> looks
3: so good. Look at y'all. I'm not I'm not hydrating my skin though. I need to start doing that. You need to get on that. Because I I am starting to look like I've been on
2: Tatooine for 10 years. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh let's see. He uh, he's he's feeling a little ashy.
3: He's Lee George Kate, everybody. <laughs> oh man. Friends, friends, let me tell you about God's perfect snack. It's <laughs> peanut butter pretzels. Mm, They're delicious. <laughs> They're good. They good. If you're lucky, Those are lucky.
4: Straight from Jesus. They're so
3: if you are if lucky. You get the one where the peanut butter's dehydrated and pulled away from the walls of the pretzel. See so mm. a little rattle treat right before you. Mm. 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 Snackalicious! Mm. I'm telling mm. you, friends, if we could get a sponsor from the National Peanut Butter Pretzel Board,
1: I'd sign that contract. I would. I would hold that contract up like this while you signed it. <laughs> Someone hold, hold. get big pretzel up. Get one pretzel. Second.
4: Big pretzel on the horn. Oh.
3: I'm Lee George Cade, and I love peanut butter pretzels.
0: Those are, those are death nuggets for my wife. Oh, they're
1: wonderful. <laughs> they're death nuggets for his wife. He's Quad T. Too tall, Tony. Pe- Hi, Tony. Peanut
0: butter, t- peanut butter allergies. Watch out for those. They're no oh, good. yeah. Use, use Arnold, like almond butter or cashew butter. It's Arnold's good, too. Not allergies. Yeah. You know? Check me out on Twitter, at Quad T Tony, or on the Gadget Spot podcast. Mm-hmm. And when you have a spouse that has peanut allergies that means you by proxy also have peanut allergies just so you're aware (laughs) no nuts (laughs) well that's that's what we
1: learned from pulp fiction i'm dating a vegetarian which pretty much makes me a vegetarian yep (laughs)
4: by proxy
1: all lessons are learned in in movies and television and cartoons as well uh Uh she is she is echoing the peanut butter pretzel sentiment she's rebecca
0: frost
4: yeah give me a bowl of them uh yeah straight up Mm. Oh, you yeah. mix uh, that in
3: with your peanut butter Captain Crunch.
4: Mm. Mm, let's yeah. talk about oh, it.
0: Oh, yeah, which reminds me. It's a total shame that my wife's allergic to that stuff because Reese's Peanut Butter Puff cereal is the greatest cereal of all time.
4: That, I like the cereals. That's one of those cereals that just, like, shreds your mouth, right? It yeah,
1: can. not worth it. Um, yeah. Unless
0: you let it soak a bit,
1: you know.
3: Yep. Oh, yeah. Let it soak.
4: Let it soak. Let <laughs> it soak. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: U gross. Rebecca.
4: U gross. Rebecca on Twitter. On For more Twitter. of this, mm. <laughs>
1: mm.
4: Huh. right now, actually, right now, my my Twitter account is just a uh, Obi Wan Kenobi show Stan account.
1: Oh, we'll get there. We got lots of Star Wars news. I was disappointed.
4: <laughs> uh, do not bring this energy into this room.
2: I wasn't yeah.
1: disappointed. Who the fuck do you think I am? And uh,
4: <laughs> not also, even jokingly. Uh,
1: also joining us. It
2: rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Moisturize me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Moisturized <laughs> King. You <know>. and rub. <laughs> That's right. Stay glistening while you're listening, Geek Show listeners. What's up, babies? Ooh. Get get this in your system. Mm. Get it, mm. you know? T- I want yeah. everybody, while you're listening to it, grab as, the nearest... As you-
1: as you get older, right along here, right Ooh, along here, yeah. and especially if right here. If you're a
4: woman, if you're yeah. a woman, it's very important Very to important this area. In the yeah. neck
1: area, yeah. Okay,
2: yeah. Listen get to Jay classical. Whitaker, and you can listen while you glisten. That's right, listen while you glisten. Uh, you know, check <laughs> me out on uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's at itsjaywhitaker. Go to itsjaywhitaker.com. Just finished up the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. I will be at the Nantucket Comedy Festival in July. And so, if you are going out to off the vineyard, and, uh, oh. um, yeah, I'm gonna go tell jokes to elitists. And, um, oh, that ought break. to be fun! Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you know how y'all be just having boats and shit. Do <laughs> you have any jokes about wine? Any yeah, jokes actually, about I, to do. I used to work at a winery. Swinging and
1: orgies and things like that out there on the yeah. on the
2: vineyard. Oh, they probably do all that stuff for them. Yeah. I only
3: I only did remotes from a winery.
1: I never worked at one. Uh, see, I've, uh, I've that's, that's why a uh, Draper down here is our Martha's Vineyard. That's where all that stuff happens.
0: <laughs> I just want to say I'm proud of all of us for not trying to shoehorn some sort of man from Nantucket joke into there after Jay We're said Nantucket. Now we have Good to for do us. We're better no. than that. Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, <laughs> our and, host, and our, our host, host, Mr. Kerry Jackson.
3: Shining
4: oh. from the... Kerry. Ryan
3: Carrie, you going to come over and hug my cat on National Hug Your Friend's Cat Day? You know, I probably should. Yeah, I, I you, will, can, you can
4: come I around and hug a, all I've our cats. I've got a couple. I've got a couple. You want to come yeah. and hug my cats? I will
1: need cats to hug because I don't have one. <laughs> right.
4: One of them's you got love... three legs, and she's little a known, bitch.
3: Little known fact. Kids, our friend Carrie Jackson here actually really likes cats.
1: I love cats. I just, yeah. we, we just, we won't, we won't have one because Sue is worried that it's going to get out the doggy door and go get run over. That's yeah. what she's afraid mm-hmm. of. Well, in your neighborhood,
3: one. you got to worry about those
1: hot rods and bobcats. Uh, oh, Monday, yeah. th- hawks. Monday through, fr- hawks too. Monday through Friday, six to 10, x96.com, at least this week.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tony, Tony, I got one. There once was a man. From Nantucket. Oh, here we go. <laughs> he put the lotion in the bucket. In yeah. The <laughs> okay,
0: I'll, I like that one because it ties into the theme. Yeah. Well done.
2: I like it. I like it. <laughs> he All was right. Surviving because he was moisturizing, and. Baba booy,
4: baba booy, baba
2: booy. <laughs> yeah, that too. All right, I don't and, know. That's and
1: right. and, and, <laughs> and cryptocurrency in there somewhere. Right. <laughs> something, uh, something. Bitcoin. Yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The Star Wars celebration is is happening even now as we speak. There could be even more breaking news, but there's uh, a I'm lot o- of Star Wars. I'm o- low. Guys. Well, the first, I mean, the first one, maybe two segments, depending on how this goes, is all Star Wars here this episode. Uh, let's start with, uh, we'll, we'll wait till the end to review Obi-Wan. Just know we all loved it. Spoiler-free. Uh, Spoiler-free <laughs> review. We'll Spoiler-free.
3: We'll save spoilers for the deep dive. To the yeah. best
1: of my ability. <laughs> I believe I, in you, you can do it. I think we all collectively loved it. I know, I, oh, Shannon's not here, he's on assignment, and I know he loved it too. He wanted to be here to talk about it, but he's on assignment. Um, but uh, here's, here's something that, as I was watching, and this was my first thought on the first episode. Is that was, Jeff Bridges?
2: <laughs> 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 he's getting there, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's looking very Jeff
4: Bridges. You uh, and McGregor. Did you notice his mole was gone? Huh? And it, on his forehead, he ain't got his mole on his forehead. Scroll Is up, enhance. Good for him. Scroll Computer. Up. What are you Enhanced. doing? No, scroll up. Move the picture up to his forehead. I want to see his forehead. All gone. No mole. Where mole? Oh, Werewolf. okay. You think That's he'd interesting. have more moles
3: from the punishing
0: desert sons of Tatooine?
1: Well, yeah. he moisturizes with bantam milk. I, the uh,
0: next uh, 10 years are going to be really hard on him, apparently, because he looks like this now, and in 10 years, he looks like So, uh, Tony, well, interesting I don't know why point. I not get for some non, people. Non spoiler, non spoiler.
3: <laughs> it's only been 10 years chronologically since the last movie, and it's been 20 years chronologically in real world time. The last 10 years have not been easy on him in, yeah. uh, on Tatooine. Well, they got emotion. But but look at
1: look at poor Owen Lars. He's
3: really gonna go to hell. Okay, anyway. Huge huge props. Huge props to that dude because he's actually doing an impersonation of an actor no one gave a shit about in 1977 either.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But as I was watching the first episode, the uh, the flashback scene, I'm not gonna get too I mean, it's not a spoiler, I guess, right? If I Well, I'll save it because it's a nice surprise. But there was some stuff happening that was pretty harrowing i thought because of the events lately Mm -hmm. and and then i find this
4: i did did like the previously on
1: (laughs) yeah previously on
4: star wars i'm like oh you just mean the prequels
1: but there's yeah exactly (laughs) but now if you uh watch it go back and watch it again um disney plus has added a warning to the first episode of Uh obi-wan kenobi Mm -hmm. over the opening scene uh, yep. It says, although this fictional series is a continuation of the story from the Star Wars movies filmed many years ago, some scenes may be upsetting to viewers in light of recent tra- tragic events. Mm. And uh, so there is, uh, in the details of the show, it has a warning, and, and so you'll see that now, uh, which I thought was interesting. Um, also, Netflix has added to the first episode of their season four. Uh, we filmed the season of Stranger Things a year ago. But given the recent tragic events, viewers may find the opening scene of Episode 1 distressing. Now, you can see the first eight minutes of this scene online. You can just watch it for free if you don't have Netflix. Uh, And they just put it out there. Maybe they pulled it down. I don't know. It was there last Mm -hmm. week. But uh, anyway, contains graphic violence involving children. So those warnings are are up there now, which I thought was interesting. Uh, More Star Wars news. Andor, the Cassian Andor show. Uh, the first we got the first trailer we got our first look at it and it's it's this uh you know it's the it's the gritty star wars universe you know where everything's broken and dented and all of that stuff it uh, it just looks like a lot of fun it looks great i know that uh, rebecca wasn't a fan of rogue one but uh, i like neither. the
4: second half of it it's mm. my
2: favorite star Wars. it's
1: i like it a lot uh season one will debut august 31st with two episodes uh, showrunner uh, Tony Gilroy revealed that 12 episodes have already been filmed wow. with uh, with 12 more planned for a second season. Yeah, they greenlit a second season before the first season even finished. Mhm. So that is August 31st, but that 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 was that was kind of a big story about this because the 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 Obi-Wan Kenobi show is what, 6 episodes? Yeah. And uh, all the other episode shows are like maybe 9 or 10. So <laughs> 12. So 12 <laughs> for Andor.
3: Andor is super significant though because it's literally the formation of the rebellion. They said the first season is going to be about how this self-absorbed, self-obsessed person becomes aware of the of the greater Mm -hmm. damage that's being done out there. That's what Diego Luna
4: says that in an interview. He says in the first half of the show, I'm unrecognizable because the character is so selfish, and and yeah, like you like you said.
1: Uh, Andor begins five years before the events of Rogue One, following the eventual uh, rebel spy on a, uh, a, a literary and physiological journey, psychological mm-hmm. journey. Excuse me, toward the role. It'll also flash <laughs> back to his. They're very different. It'll yeah. also flash back to his childhood, <laughs> all with the aim to build out a character who made some decisions in Rogue One that maybe he that maybe didn't make a lot of sense immediately. Mm. Uh, he says, uh, "You know, he's been fighting since he was a child." Uh, he says that you know he's been a, gr- a guerrilla fighter. You certainly know he's been an assassin. He kills an ally in the very first scene. Uh, that was a big gulp on Rogue One to see who would uh, swallow that. He's morally complicated in a really dark way. So yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: The second season's supposed to b- go the four years in between mm-hmm. the first season and Rogue One. Also, well, well, they're go- it's
4: supposed to lead like right into Rogue One too. Yeah. So there
0: will just be two seasons then. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah I guess
3: I
4: because yeah after that it's just Rogue One
0: after that it's Rogue One yeah
3: well either Uh, that or you find out with the sequel season that they missed
1: uh, (laughs) Tony Gilroy also says that he's excited about the role Mon Mothma will play in this uh, uh, because she was first seen you know in Return of the Jedi as the rebellion leader (laughs) says I will bet you that when episode 104 plays that's the fourth episode uh, when Mon Mothma finishes the episode that there will be people tweeting about her
4: nice so Love this he for her. And how
1: awesome
3: for that, that actress that they're like in episode three. They're like, you know, you, you bear striking resemblance to the woman that played Mon Mothma in uh, Return of the Jedi. How about you just do this part recurring for like the next 20
2: years? It it freaked me out when I first saw it. I was like, is that really? I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> is that CGI or moisturizer?
1: It's moisturizing. <laughs> also.
2: De-aging moisturizer.
1: <laughs> we got news about uh, The Mandalorian the next season, season three. Uh, we have heard that Bryce Dallas Howard is directing an episode. Oh, now, the reason this is kind of more, uh, she's you terrific.
2: Tell me to do anything.
1: <laughs> Amen. Uh, <laughs> now, the reason this me. is this is breaking kind of breaking news because they really keep it a secret uh, on The Mandalorian. They're very good at keeping it tight about who's directing yeah. and who's not. So uh, we're good. Be- we're good because she directed. She has directed some of the best episodes yeah. uh, of that show. Yep. Uh, Sanctuary, which was a great episode, uh, the season two episode, The Heiress. Mm-hmm. Uh She also directed the uh, episode of the Book of Boba Fett, uh, Return of the Mandalorian, also a great episode. So she knows what she's doing.
4: This photo is making me want to go get bangs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> me too, ladies.
4: Ladies, you know <laughs> she was tra-
2: like real, real, real quick sidebar. But uh, Hillary Duff was trending earlier this week. And she got that, that ass. Yeah, which was actually Photoshopped, but yeah. it brought up Bryce, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, and there was like a massive uh, Bryce Dallas Howard appreciation. Like, here's this is the real deal, un So that's mm-hmm. a uh, pro tip for anybody mm-hmm. who got like five minutes. Just do, yeah, just, just do <laughs> a little side quest.
0: Go take a look yes. at that. It's a good <laughs> side quest. Uh,
1: <laughs> a side quest that's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll
2: just say, just...
1: You won't just get another poncho on this side quest. You'll get something worth it. Um, Is
4: that a segue? (laughs)
1: uh, It could be. I should have saved it. I should have saved it. That's coming up. All right. Okay. I (laughs) I did give these in order for Lee, so he had the pictures ready. Okay. Um, There is a a new documentary that was announced uh, that will be on Disney Plus on July 27th called Light and Magic.
3: I don't have a picture of this one. Sorry.
1: It's a a Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's about Industrial Light and Magic, the uh, the special effects house created by uh, George Lucas to help make this little movie uh, called Star Wars. Uh, so it'll it'll go uh, it'll go into the history of how ILM's work has shaped all of our collective pop culture uh, consciousness and the thing that we love. Six part documentary series on Disney Plus on July twenty seventh. I love shit like that because I I mean I just I can't get enough. Oh, and you're going to watched... really
3: love it because they—they're uh, the ones that pioneered with Pixar in its in its fledgling years. The Genesis mm-hmm. CGI from Star Trek: Wrath of Khan. Oh, I'm which
1: sure, uh, I'm, the yeah. company
4: I work for did that. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh
1: cool. Uh, also, got announced another Star Wars series, Star Wars Jesus, Skeleton. Another one? another one, Star Wars Skeleton Crew, and this one's going to be unlike the rest of them. Jude Law has announced that he will. He will be starring in Star Wars Skeleton Crew. It's a series being developed by John Watts from the Spider-Man trilogy and writer Christopher Ford, who helped write Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, The announcement was made at Star Wars Celebration. Watts' series was operating under the codename Grammar Rodeo, which is (laughs) apparently a Simpsons reference. He loves the Simpsons. What?
0: (laughs) Man, that's a deep cut. I don't even...
1: It's, it's an that. episode of The Simpsons, which Bart and his schoolmates steal a car and run away for a week under the pretext of going to a school event. It was also described as being the tone of a classic Amblin coming-of-age adventure film from the 80s, which is what this show is going to be. Uh, Jude Law says, uh, John Watts came to me uh, very much wanting to do a sort of Goonies in Star Wars Needless to say, I'm going to say yes. And it's just so evolved out of that kind of enthusiasm and wanting to tell stories in this space. So heavily inspired by The Goonies. Starring Jude Law.
4: (laughs) I was going to ask a question, but it's related to Obi-Wan. So I will not.
1: Oh, okay. Well, the story is set in the New Republic era. tells of a group of kids in the Star Wars galaxy trying to find their way home.
3: So like 250 years before the original trilogy.
1: Oh, okay. Oh,
4: well, that answers my question then. Thanks, Luke. Yeah,
1: there you go. Uh, Okay, Uh, Finding a Poncho, the game.
4: Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars Jedi Survivor, uh, the video game. Uh, This is a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. And uh, this will be out sometime in 2023 for, you know, all the consoles
0: in the world.
4: This time with even more well, ponchos. Actually,
0: specifically, it's only for the now current gen consoles. It won't be on PS4 or Xbox One.
4: Oh, that's,
1: yep. yeah, that's oh, it says you right here. You're right, Tony.
0: Xbox Series X or S or PS5 or PC.
1: Hey, I got right. a question for you, Tony. Nobody that's has a ta-
4: PS5. No, wait,
3: wait. I got offered a PS6 the other day. And you should the have guy, taken the it. Guy, the guy said... Just send me a thousand dollars and I'll mail it to you. And I was like, Well, can I see it? And he's like, No, trust oh. me. So I'm I'm thinking about sending him a thousand dollars. Oh no, <laughs> that's
0: that's too much money. Yeah, I'll PS sell six. you one for I'll sell you one for five hundred. Really? Okay. PS can six, I, yep.
3: Can I see a picture of it?
0: Sorry, no. okay. My, you have my to camera, take my word for my ca- it. My my camera's broken. I need your Venmo, Tony. I need your Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but they uh, they they did release, and you can find it online. There's a teaser trailer. It's a, it's about you know a little over forty five seconds or so. But it gives you an idea of. Uh, it doesn't have any gameplay, but it gives you an idea right. of the story. So
3: hey, right. the first one was fantastic. Just- I oh, yeah. super
0: super liked the first one, and this is and the I, same team developing it. So I dig I expect this too.
3: I dig this character.
0: I would love Cal to see Kestis him.
3: Is way if older. only there was a show currently set during that time period on Disney Plus. Oh <laughs> yeah.
4: If <found> only. <laughs> uh, did you see the little robot friend? Um, I can't remember his name. He's going to be a Lego set.
1: Nice. Uh, from uh, Kenobi or this one? This, this this guy. BD-1 is his name. BD-1. He's, one, he's got yeah, a big set coming. Oh, cool. He's one of my favorite robots. I love BD's him. Way cool. I love
0: BD's, him. Way, cool. Love BD's him.
1: way cool. Yeah, he's great. Uh, anyway, BD's so he's no, no Lola. Lola. He, oh, <laughs> he's did you see the Lola, Lola toy that is amazing? No. Yes. Give me! Mm, okay, so that's all we're going to say about Kenobi. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> it's 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 animatronic. It's out there. It's wonderful. Order. Do it. Uh, <laughs> spend that money. Uh, also, cart. in the shopping cart, it's not a, it's not a Star Wars, but they did announce and it's out there. You can see it. A trailer for Willow. Uh, that'll that's be not uh, Star Wars. It's not Star Wars, but it was released during Star Wars. But Lucasfilm and I, yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, new release date of November thirtieth. Uh, Willow set twenty years after the nineteen eighty eight movie that I did not see. Um, I haven't never seen, it here, seen Willow. I never saw. You guys it? should. I haven't know. seen it either. It's a I it, it I think it Isn't maybe this the suffers. One with the horse? There's a uh, horse in it,
3: I guess. What's the <laughs> it's, one? It's <laughs> Mel Kilmer and Mad Mardigan and yeah. the one you're thinking think of with the dead horse, with the horse, the horse, horse
4: the horse in the mud.
3: No, no, oh, no, that's, no, that's, that's never ending story. story.
0: Never it's all the
4: same. Yet. It's all the same shit. Yeah. I've never. I haven't seen that any is, of that stuff. That
0: is not accurate. Um, so this movie, but... <laughs>
3: Willow. The original Willow was fantastic for the age group that it
0: was aimed at exactly. when it was released. Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. And I, I was you... and I was above that age group at the time.
0: Exactly. We, I think if you watched it now, there's aspects of it you would enjoy and you'd appreciate it for what it is. But it's not Isn't like Tom Cruise there. No, You no. um, think that's, Val Kilmer. That's a uh, legend.
4: Oh. <laughs> Again, it's all Judas Priest. Yeah. Wow! That is, yeah,
3: legend. Legend is Tim Curry and Tom yeah. Cruise, and it's also okay. the slowest movie ever made. Uh, Rebecca,
0: Rebecca, I, I are... beg to differ. Two thousand and one, A Space Odyssey, is the slowest movie ever I, made.
3: I, I think there are there are moments where you could actually set a timer between action sequences, and both of them are competing with each other. Yeah. Let just let
1: me just say this, Rebecca, you are a delight. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, this series will uh, see three new heroes in search of Willow. Uh, Warwick Davis returns to the role, uh, and they say that somehow, some way, Val Kilmer's Mad Mardigan. Plays a huge part in the Willow series, although really? he may not physically appear unless there's a season two.
4: I um, what?
0: That's a really. Odd.
4: I will talk about Valley Kilmer in uh, oh, Top Gun talk later.
1: At the end when we review it, okay? Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, yeah, is uh, Val is a huge part of the story in the series. Uh, Val has been in communication with uh, with me and his Mad Martigan character in the stories. So we didn't get to shoot him in season one. We've made uh, him a deal about uh, being in season two if we get a season two. All right. So there's that. And finally, in Star Wars news, uh, Colin Cantwell. Now, this happened a week ago. But look up this guy. He is responsible for a lot of the stuff in the Star Wars that you love. Everyone
3: gives Macquarie credit for everything, but Cantwell was very heavily involved.
1: Cantwell was very, very involved. Uh, He was a kit basher and he did all. He made the X Wing. He made the TIE Fighter. uh, He made the Death Star. uh, You know, he he did it all. He was 90, uh, died in his home in Colorado. uh, But he did photographic effects for that slow moving 2001 movie that you love. Uh, He also. He, he did technical dialogue for Close Encounters of the Third Kind, computer graphics design consultant for War Games. Ah, what, wow. What, more more <laughs> known for... This guy was fascinating. He just uh, he, he graduated from the U of California, Los Angeles, with a degree in animation before being personally invited by Frank Lloyd Wright to attend his school of architecture. What? Yeah. Uh, a fascinating dude. And I'm sure it'll be all over that uh, documentary that's coming out. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, just, uh, he, he was a resource for Walter Cronkite during the moon landing broadcast in 69. Well, that was all uh, fake, so
3: they needed an <laughs> animator.
1: <laughs> hey yo, uh, He was the communication lines between NASA and the astronauts, getting updates as he fed them to Con- Cronkite, uh, who in return broadcasted that to all of us. Uh, he worked on war games, programming the Hewlett-Packard monitors that depict the dramatic bomb scenes on NORAD screens. That movie scared the shit out of me when I as, was 11. As the war operation plan response computer nearly launched nuclear weapons, that led him to programming software that took the actual Hewlett Packard uh, from a few colors to 5,000 colors. I mean, he didn't just work in movies. He did all kinds of shit. But uh, he's a fascinating dude. Colin Cantwell, look him up. Uh, all right. Uh, that's all. That's that's. I'm sure I'm missing some Star Wars news, but, boy, that's all I've got right now. After these these messages, messages, we'll be right right back. back. What's going on in May at the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts? Well, in Marvel News, just in time for Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, comes a new spotlight with the best Asian superheroes in comics. Ms. Marvel, Shang-Chi, Wong, Mantis, and more. In DC land, Fables is back, just in time for the 20th anniversary of its launch. The acclaimed blockbuster that... Defined an Era of Vertigo returns with an all-new 12-issue story, The Black Forest. Or you could try an independent comic. This month, Image Comics is releasing the trade paperback of Primordial. Mind-bending sci-fi and Cold War thriller collide in this six-issue series by the best-selling Eisner-winning creative team behind Gideon Falls. Dr. Volz is having a Memorial Day sale on the weekend starting May 28th. Dr. Volts will have all the hard-to-find items with the return of the Double Zero Orange Tag Sale Memorial Day weekend at the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall, and Dr. Volts Comic Connection, 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And we're back. Okay, Twisted Metal.
2: Yeah, let's go. The <laughs> TV,
1: the TV series. This cast has just grown and grown.
3: Everything God. should be a TV series, and I'll take that <laughs> to the grave.
1: Uh, we, we, now, we knew that Anthony Mackie was going to be starring in it. We got Stephanie Beatriz from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, who, who could have been She-Hulk, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah and now, Nev Campbell has been announced as a recurring guest
2: star. Go. Let's go.
1: Uh, named Raven. Ooh. Uh, Campbell uh, is going to be playing Raven. The series is going to be a half hour action comedy following uh, Anthony Mackey's character John Doe an amnesiac who walks
0: talks
1: Mm. talks as fast as he drives Uh, That's so fast! as he attempts to drive across (laughs) a post-apocalyptic wasteland in order to deliver supplies to an isolated outpost.
3: You know you almost said something that made this the coolest show ever What? Polk-apocalyptic (laughs) Polk-apocalyptic So many accordions. And he's (laughs) driving across a poke apocalyptic wasteland pursued by Weird Al Yankovic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'd watch that. Uh, Let's see. He is, uh, Mackie will be aided by Quiet, a trigger happy car thief, played by Stephanie Beatriz. Uh, The two will face down scavengers, deranged clowns, and the dangers of the open road, pursued by, here's another addition to the cast. The Ruthless Agent Stone, played by Thomas Hayden Church. Oh, Thomas awesome. Hayden really? Church! His,
0: his, 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 face, from wings. his face was made to be in a show like this. <laughs> <His> <laughs> he, it's so craggy and just he, perfect.
1: He's going to be playing a highway patrolman who takes the law into his own hands at every opportunity. So it's, it's Smokey and the Boundit with a Polka Apocalypse. So
3: he can't, sh- <laughs> he can't show up for No Way Home, but he can be in Twisted Metal exactly
1: uh right. yeah so um uh, it was I gonna be a movie was,
0: i thought this was dumb when they first announced it but the more i've learned about it the more i think it looks yeah. pretty cool actually
1: this is got, awesome if you got
3: lowell from wings you've got a movie wings
4: wings I love, we talking I love about wings, wings? Yeah. it's one of yeah. the greatest
2: moments of family guy is when quagmire loses his shit when they don't know uh, they, they don't know who, 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 who about the show wings <laughs> yeah it's such a good moment <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He goes i'll tell life. you
3: i have a nearly encyclopedic knowledge of the show wings like roy biggins and his leap year birthdays because sometimes wow. you just have to recycle gags from wow. other comedies <laughs> Wow! <laughs> <laughs> what <the? laughs> first that episode right. fraser crane had an appearance because they had to make sure that it tied in because it technically was a spinoff of cheers Wait, was it real? I didn't know that. Yeah. What else oh. do you want to know about wings? <clears throat> he loves wings.
4: What's Paul McCartney uh, up to?
3: Huh? Well, <laughs> last I last I heard, he actually had to lower his singing voice because he can't hit those notes anymore.
1: Yeah, got to change oh. the tone. Um, Paul McCartney was in Wings.
2: I used to spend. Sorry, real quick. I used a to band spend like, Twisted, wings. Metal <laughs> oh. hmm? Twisted Metal Two. Oh, Twisted Metal Two it was the perfect. It was the perfect one. Like twisted metal black was okay, and like the they had the the other ones, but I think... that the the gaming engine that they had on that single track did their fucking job. Like I, that was the first game that my dad, who was terrible at video games, was able to play, mm. and just fell in love with that game. And you know he would drive with the controller, yeah, yeah turn it, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he would. Uh... That was me and my dad spent so many reckless hours just playing that fucking game. I cannot wait to see this. I can't wait to see. He's gonna he's gonna lose his shit when I tell him. (laughs) Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, Um, Captain America playing a character. Shit, I'm gonna watch it. uh,
1: Tony, Tony, we have uh, because because you and Shannon are the last holdouts watching those dc shows on cw oh
0: we got some news huh
1: we got some news we got cast changing i'm sorry and this may be a game sh- this may be the, the line in the sand for you tony you may walk away from the show now uh they're they're changing a cast member mm-hmm. uh it says mm-hmm. here that seth green is replacing jim gaffigan as the voice of thunderbolt for stargirls
0: third season but did he ever get his NFT monkey back? That's no, it's gone. To know it's been Seth fished. <laughs> it was
4: fished away from him. I, I <laughs> Guess who has it? You do, my, Lee.
0: my question about this is I just want to know why. Did Jim Gaffigan just be like, I don't have time or desire to do this
4: Jim Gaffigan has 18 kids. How he yeah. has time for anything is beyond it. He's <laughs> probably anything. got a
0: lot to do with it. But I think Seth Green's going to be totally fine as... Uh, um, The genie Thunderbolt, yeah. He's in the pen?
1: He's in the pen, right? Yeah, he's in the pen. He's in a magic pen. Okay. Uh, And some news for Lee. This is... uh, I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this.
0: Uh, Maybe Uh, ambivalent.
1: We'll find out. A live-action Speed Racer series for Apple TV. Just don't say J.J. Abrams and I'll be all right. J.J. Abrams is a busy man producing all kinds of things, but he is now attached to serve as executive producer on... The live action Speed Racer, TV. Fuck
4: that guy. The the Wachowski, exact... the Wachowski Speed Racer was so good, gang. It does not get nearly. The Wachowski
3: enough. Speed Racer was phenomenal. They don't. It does need... not
4: get the attention it I never deserves. Saw it. I
2: need to watch it. So, I never so, saw it either.
4: Oh my god! You odd guys are odd for such story. A
3: treat. Odd story. Guess guess what movie that uh, Speed Racer movie came out against on opening weekend, Mother's oh. Day weekend.
1: You told me this, and I can't
4: what remember. Year? Yeah. What year?
3: Uh, I'm going to say 2008. Mother's Fuck, Day weekend
1: know.
2: 2008. What was it? Uh, Eat, oh, it
3: was luck. a little little movie no one Star thought Trek. would Wasn't do it any Star well uh, with uh, Tony Downey Jr called Iron Man. Oh, oh, oh. there you go. So, I've heard of that movie. So, I thought being a lifelong speed racer fan from from childhood that uh this would be the movie to take the family to on Mother's Day weekend. And uh, the entire time it was uh, a very poorly calculated risk. Uh they <laughs> wanted to see Iron Man. It turns out I was stupid. <laughs> and uh, but the Wachowski spot a speed racer is awesome. I will well, watch
1: it. Let me let me give you the pedigree on this one. See if now I know the J.J. Abrams thing may be the deal breaker yeah, for Yeah, he's all right. I he's like just, Lost. He's just, he's just executive producing. producer, you yeah. Know? So yeah. Uh, okay, so Ron Fitzgerald and Hiram <laughs> Martinez. Are the writers and EPs, co show runners? Fitzgerald was recently behind. Oh, this was a good show. The Perry Mason reboot for HBO Max. Perry Mason reboot was good. It was very good. Also has worked on Westworld and Friday uh, Night Lights. Martinez has worked on Snowpiercer, the TV series, and FX's Snowfall, which I know Jay likes. Am I thinking of the right snowboard. show, Jay?
2: Yeah, love me some snowfall. Just finished uh, the last season, so fucking.
1: And uh, the reboot project—it's been a- kicking around for a number of years, but now, now that you know bad robots involved, it might actually.
3: God, I was just thinking happen. of Matthew Fox as Racer X in that Wachowski movie. It was so good. Oh yeah. ah, so good. Yeah. So the thing with Speed Racer is like it was really all over the place. Like the American translation of it just makes no sense at all. it's, it's like the best thing to watch stoned because you just have no idea what's going on. <laughs> To Especially her. when the car acrobatic team shows up and they start jumping their cars on top of each other so they can <laughs> drive faster. What? Um, That's yeah. not how cars
0: work.
1: For no. for, for, for the youngsters, the uh, live-action version of a 1960s anime based on uh, Tetsuo Yoshida's manga, Mock Go, Go, Go. Very, very early Tatsunuku Studios project, yeah. too.
4: This this but, was my introduction to the anime. Ah oh, oh. <laughs>
3: So, John Goodman had the best line in that movie, though. It was like, ninjas. More like nonjas. <laughs>
0: uh, I guess, uh, I, guess the, I need to see this, I guess. It's a pretty <laughs> good movie. I'll watch I this, this if movie. you watch Willow. You guys watch Willow? I'll watch Willow. I absolutely will Racer. not Go. watch
4: Willow. I'm sorry. Well, this
0: is st- that is not going to happen, then. All right. Uh, we did. <laughs> Bye-bye, Speed Racer.
1: Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, we got a uh, this week another Thor Love and Thunder trailer. I which,
0: purposefully didn't watch
4: this one.
1: Well, the reason that this one is interesting is because this is our first look at Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher.
4: Oh man, he looks he he oh baby he do, he looks so good. He's, him doing such a good job. He's him missing getting that some, Marvel money.
3: He's missing some <laughs> of those head tentacles. Yeah, and he's a monkey. He's got nose. a nose. <laughs>
1: he's got a nose that's so like, does yeah. gore gore has a monkey no, that's nose fine. Up there like i don't eyes. know if
4: you saw harry potter uh but Voldemort Ra- ray finds without a nose not ideal yeah and so <laughs> i think they took that note and were like hey christian Bale, you can go ahead and keep your nose so
3: tony you should keep watch the nose. trailer because uh after seeing multiverse of madness uh-huh. um like, most of everything in the trailers isn't even in the movie
0: like there's no bit of
3: wanda it. going I fuck up a whole town and everybody's mad. You screw up the universe and everybody's like, "Ah, wow." <laughs> that
0: well, that was in the trailer and in the movie.
3: It wasn't in the movie. Yeah, Unless it was, was in the movie in the part where I went to the bathroom. <laughs> oh my god! Because it, yeah, yeah, it was there. You went to the.
2: Tony, totally I do there. not. I wanna...
4: Tony, real talk. I do not blame you for not watching the trailer for this. Um, I will say they there's some phenomenal cinematography and just like production value stuff happening in regards to Gordon yeah. the God you could, Conqueror
3: you could watch it after the movie comes out
4: that's that's what yeah. I'm probably
0: gonna do is after yeah. the movie comes out I'll watch it tra- especially if there's stuff in the trailers that wasn't in the movie and mm-hmm. I'll go back and watch the trailers.
3: No, and and to answer what Trevor is saying in chat, I'm not hating on the gore concept. Uh, I want to see what they do with them. I just yeah. really like the design in the comics, but I'm cool to see what they do with them.
1: Yeah. I I'm think, excited. you know, when you do the, 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 the... If you do a face like that, it's going to be tough. When you get an actor yeah. like a Christian Bale, you want him... You want you to want see emotes. his face. You want yeah. him to emote. And that's his moneymaker right there, you know. Right. So you you don't want to cover it up.
4: Well, and the trailer really, um, really highlights how they are playing with color in this oh, movie. very the much. The costumes, um, the scenery. They are really leaning hard into color, which mm-hmm. uh, just looks so cool. They did so sh-
0: they did that a lot in the last Thor movie too. There was a lot. This of is good color. Times use. ten, baby. Times oh, really? ten. Oh really? Oh yeah. Times
4: cool.
1: ten, yeah. and you're a baby it's a, it's a July, <laughs> July July 8th is when that comes out. Anyway, I just wanted to nice. I wanted to show you that picture of Gore the God Butcher. I just cuz it's a great storyline from Jason Aaron. If you if you go back on your Marvel comics and read that storyline, it's terrific.
3: Yeah, and he even recycled it like about 2 years later for a Doctor Strange run where somebody gets rid of all the magic mm-hmm. and it's pretty much the same storyline. I didn't care cuz Jason Aaron's <laughs> such a good
1: writer. Cuz it was good, yeah. Yeah. And uh let's see. <laughs> Uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> all right,
3: uh, there Do you go. We have to.
1: Well, now see, they tried to make a movie. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> they tried. They tried to. It's based. <laughs> you youngsters, this is based on a comic book from a while ago. Yeah, uh, Alan Moore. Moore yeah. And uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, acclaimed comic book franchise, and they tried to make a movie, and it it kind of failed. Uh, but they're going to try to do it again. They think we're we've learned from our mistakes.
4: If at first you don't succeed.
1: 2003 movie. It took a lot of liberties from the source material. They, it was I mean, like they put a lot. Yeah, they put Tom <laughs> Sawyer in as a U.S. Secret ser- yeah. Service agent. We needed and, an American. Yeah. Yeah. And then Sean Connery, who, come on. <laughs>
0: the only reason, I remember reading an interview, the only reason he did that movie was because he turned down The Matrix and he turned down Lord of the Rings. And his agent mm-hmm. was like, you got to do one of these his like genre cool, things. Yeah. Big you genre movies.
3: His career is literally a string of those because he was offered the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi for the 1977 Star Wars. Yeah. And he turned it down. So then he turned yeah. around and did Time Bandits thinking, oh, <laughs> this will be my opportunity to make some of that space money this will be the one which but I love yes. time bandits but uh, uh, he let's did see. he did a really good sci-fi movie what was the one where he was like a cop on a space station orbiting Jupiter out rock? Outland, yes, that so sure was. it's not it's The Rock. It was, I think, it was Outland, and it is a phenomenal Rock. sci-fi movie from the late seventies.
1: Yeah, it was. It was actually quite good. Yeah, um, it had that realistic alien, you know, take mm-hmm. to it. You like the that, crew, the Nostromo kind of a feel. That we could, but should we? Look, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, the movie. Here's the thing: I didn't know this. The movie made money. It grossed over 179 million worldwide and was a popular seller on DVD.
0: That was okay. back when that kind of money was big for a movie.
1: <laughs> and, you know, if you, Why are you hating? <laughs> if you
3: rewatch it, if you rewatch it now, it's not terrible. It's just can't no. be a shit. But yeah. it's one of those movies that was not made for fans of the comic book. So exactly. a lot of the comic book fans went to it going, oh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is actually pretty good. It's It's got its issues now. It's definitely got some uh, high, we wrote this in the 90s shit going on. But yeah. Yeah. Um, Fans of the comic went and watched this movie and said, no, this isn't League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And non-fans of the
1: comic book... Went what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's uh, for those who don't know about the comic, it's like a Justice League of literary heroes from Victorian England. You got yep. uh, uh, Dracula, Sherlock Holmes, uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Captain
3: uh, the, Nemo. You've got Alan You have
4: all of those Leagues?
3: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Alan Quarterman, so, the Invisible, the Invisible man, the and man, Mina Harker. But in the comics, she's not a full on vampire like she is in the movie. Yeah, Mina.
1: So yeah, from uh, Dracula, Invisible Man, Doctor Jekyll's in there as well. Yeah. You've Also, and they square off against. Oh, this is this is a problem, Fu Manchu. <laughs> uh, but Professor Moriarty and aliens from War of the Worlds and what? get into the yeah. get into the, yeah. oh
3: yeah yeah there's actually a scene in the comic where Mr Hyde fully transformed starts taking on the tripads or, or tripods over jiggle, the river jiggle, Thames jiggle, 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 jiggle. he's out there like jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. punching holes through their eyes and shit yeah. it's See, it's that's awesome
1: the, that's the kind of shit i want man yeah, <laughs> i want that
4: huh. was tom cruise there <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah he was not that was uh he played the invisible world man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Uh, just a quick note here: uh, Fantastic Beasts: The Secret of Dumbledore is going to be on HBO Max May thirtieth, so you can ignore it there as well.
4: Nope. Ah, <laughs> seriously. <you>. Um,
1: <laughs> and finally, this we have a plot synopsis for season uh, three. Is it of oh, fourth season of What We Do in the Shadows? <gasps> Ta-da!
4: That last season ended on a good cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: so and many cliffhangers. And, and we many got cliffhangers, baby, yeah. baby Colin. We got oh, Nadja <laughs> <I don't laughs> <Trunk. Colin.
1: laughs> and Guillermo in a trunk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. So uh, here's, here's the... Uh, <laughs> baby. baby Colin was fucked up. <laughs> uh, Nandor, yeah. Guillermo, Nandor yeah. Guillermo, and Nadja left Staten Island to go their separate ways. Laszlo stayed home to care for baby uh, Baby Colin. Baby Colin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this season, the vampires return to Staten Island, find their mansion on the verge of total structural collapse and with no money to repair it. While Nandor's eternal sh- search for love finally yields results, Nadia finally realizes her dream of opening the hottest vampire nightclub in the tri-state area.
0: <gasps> of course,
1: Laszlo struggles with the question of nature versus nurture as he tries raising baby Colin to be anything, <laughs> to be anything other than an energy vampire. Uh, he, and even Guillermo finds himself on a power, a powerful emotional track that touches his love for his family and for others. i was remembering.
3: i was just remembering the Staten Island harpy episode from last season, where oh they went, my where, gosh. Where, where, where they went on the boat, and they ended up with the <laughs> uh,
1: With such terrifying locations as the secret supernatural on night market, the Jersey <laughs> Pine Barrens, and a wedding altar, and with more strange beasts, surprising guest stars and tap dancing than ever season four of what we do in the shadows uh we we'll, this time a touch of home renovation apparently is happening they
3: go well. to the pine barrens of jersey they might find a jersey devil
4: i was gonna say jersey devil baby that's
1: what they're hinting at right there
4: yay mm. all right so
1: there you go that's a uh, season four this <laughs> sounds delightful <laughs> and
3: oh uh, everybody and it's so amazing i just love but, it
1: they really are. you know it's funny because when i first started watching it i wasn't sure Mm. And, and then I, I just doubled down and I nearly jumped out, but then I doubled down because everyone, every, every one of you guys were saying how wonderful it is. I, what am yeah. I missing? So I sat down again and I looked at it and went, oh, I get it now. Okay. <laughs> so, and
3: unfortunately I feel so bad, but like on HBO max right now is Wellington PD, which is another, the original spinoff from the yeah. original series. Yeah. It's funny as hell. Oh, see, and I didn't no, get that. Oh. Oh I, I I maybe I was just in the right mood for it or I don't know but yeah it's just it's basically the cops from the first from the first movie. Yeah. Um, I tried. With, I really with did. With the camera following them. I enjoyed yeah. it. But
1: it's a uh, it's well, yeah, to each his own, you know.
3: Have you seen the original um, the original original what we do in the shadows from like 2005? The movie. Yes, yes. It's incredible. No, no. The the pitch movie that they did before they did Oh the pitch did. movie? Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's Taika Waititi and Jemaine Clements and one other and one other actor um, doing it all basically at their kitchen table with like really bad prop costumes on. And awesome. it's like, <laughs> they're just kids. It's like Flight of the Concords time, but it's on YouTube. And it's like a lot of the jokes actually carry directly over to the movie.
1: Try to find it. I would love to it's, see that.
3: It's awesome. It's awesome. All right. After
1: these After messages, messages we'll be right, right back. Bye. Are you troubled by strange vaccination
0: theories in the middle of the night?
4: Do you worry that the vaccine has changed your DNA?
0: Have you or anyone in your family seen a magnet clinging to a recently vaccinated person?
2: If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Mythbusters!
1: Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your vaccine-related conspiratorial needs.
0: We're ready to
1: inform you! Call Mythbusters 304-804-MYTH. That's 304-804-MYTH. And welcome back. Okay, final story, and then I want to hear about what you guys consumed this week. Um, I'd like you to go online and look for this video. Uh, Back to the Future star Thomas Wilson has created a video to auction off his videotape collection. Uh, he introduced, in, 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 in this video, and I've got some audio from it. Oh, Biff. He, he, okay. He, yeah, Biff. He's selling his VHS collection. This is all stuff that was sent to him by the studios and it's still in a shrink wrap. Oh my God. <laughs> and he's, uh, I don't know Back if he's selling it for, for charity or what, but here's a portion of the video where he, uh, he talks about the collection of the, uh, you know, the entire trilogy and a documentary. Film legend and a lovable oh, scamp. Hang on. Um, hang on. Here we
3: go. <laughs> The urge to open this, open the shrink wrap, to me was uh, nearly unbearable at the time because not only does it include Back to the Future 1 and 2 and 3, Mint, but also the documentary Secrets of the Back to the Future Trilogy, hosted by that (laughs) film legend and a lovable scamp, um, (laughs) Kirk Cameron. (laughs) So, boy, the it was the feeling was overpowering she ripped this open and watched that that kirk cameron go, hey easy f- ladies it is
1: minty and shrink wrapped and <laughs> anyway <laughs> it's it's a funny video look for it but he's uh he's auctioning off his his vhs tapes and and nice. you'd be surprised at what they're going for uh, he, currently, his copy of Ghostbusters is sitting at six thousand five hundred dollars.
0: Wow! Damn. He's
1: got a he's got a beta beta copies of Jaws, Gremlins, and Goonies already at five thousand. Uh, <laughs> why can't I sell my VHS tapes for that much? Well, you're, they're you're not you're minty Biff and Tannen. sealed. I'm not Biff Tannen, and they're not sealed, is why. I've got the first season of Twin Peaks on VHS, and no one whoa, wants it. Whoa,
3: whoa, 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 whoa.
4: Anyway. Oh You no. <laughs>
3: get the special edition that looked like a log.
1: <laughs> no it's it's just in a box i wish i yeah. had the log version but yeah all right what uh, what have we consumed uh, this week oh i think somebody went on a trip didn't they
4: yes yeah, so and we have a special guest oh uh jay do we have a
1: special guest jay
4: jay do we have a special guest
1: Uh-oh. oh jay oh
3: jay
2: can't there he hear is. Us.
4: oh okay <laughs> jay do we have a special guest
2: yeah we have a special guest uh, uh <laughs> i'm gonna swap out and uh, yeah, I'm going to turn this... I'm going to defect to my wife. She's been consuming things with Rebecca and stuff, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> this is part of, This so, is the
1: big trip that happened, right? Yeah,
2: hold on, hold on. Yeah, because I, I figure I just, I'll just, just... Let me just double-check something on the set, and uh, we should be good to go. Check, Rebecca, check. Yeah, yeah
1: Rebecca, right set us
2: up here, would you?
4: Okay, so uh, a while ago... Hey, introduce um, my
2: wife, Kat. She's amazing. Yes.
4: Yeah, so a while ago on Twitter... Um, Lee's sister-in-law was like, hey, we've watched the Magic Mike show on HBO Max, and we're thinking about taking a trip to Vegas. Who would be interested in a girls' trip? And both Kat and I... Hi, Kat. Hi. <laughs> uh, both Kat and I were like, yes, absolutely, please. And uh, so, long story short, Kat and I went to Vegas to go watch the Magic Mike show. <laughs> and uh, just to give now, you, like... <laughs> what now, was is
1: this, now, is this the show, is it is it like... Is it like a broadway play is it retell the story of magic mike or or so is it what's just very,
4: so i i <laughs> i have never seen it? a vegas show before but this was very much a show show and not just like a strip like this is not just men stripping for our entertainment okay, okay. okay. this is like an actual there is an actual through line of because it is created uh, produced and directed by channing tatum oh, uh, wow. so there is a bit of a wow. through line of channing tatum as he develops through his dancing career, like he starts out as a waiter, and then someone's like, you got moxie, kid, and teaches him <laughs> how to I dance. Got moxie. And, and so there is a little bit of a through line um, of Channing Tatum's evolution through dance. However... So the show starts, let me just tell you this. The show starts and uh, (laughs) uh, this guy comes out and he's like dressed like a MC at a strip club and he's doing crowd work and he's sleazy and just like making jokes or whatever. And the whole time I'm like, wow, I don't like this. (laughs) 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 It's very cringe to start it's extremely cringe and then some of the dancers come out and they're just like there's a firefighter there's a cowboy there's a chippendales dancer a and they classic. are very like they're very mm-hmm. like half-heartedly dancing and again i turn to cat and i'm like wow this is not fun at all and I'm uh, <laughs> really glad we paid all this money to come to this show how much and, was it uh, don't ask questions tony okay. and
0: <laughs> shut up tony <laughs> sorry i'm just curious i have, I have other uh, that's questions actually, it's that's actually a very good question
4: i don't remember <laughs> Uh, because one of the girls that that we went with one of the people that we went with bought the tickets and so I don't really remember Um, and so like they're doing crowd work one of the dancers the firefighter goes up to this woman in front of us she's like literally in front of us and just starts like aggressively dry humping her and I'm like Is anybody going to do anything about this? Because this is assault. (laughs) (laughs) And like she is like visibly uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrific. I hate every second of this. I hate this for her. And they drag her up on stage and they are treating her like shit. And I'm like, wow, can't believe we're here. I hate every second of this. But then through a series of events, there's a plot twist, and it's revealed she's the real MC of the show. Oh. And all the shit you saw before, not at this show, baby. This show <laughs> is by women Except for, for that. women. And so the whole the whole purpose of the show is to empower women. And it's actually things women want to see. Oh. Uh, Including just casually dressed dudes, so then all the dancers come out and they've got on flannels and t shirts and jeans, right? And that's what we want to see. Um, oh. yeah, it, it was just uh, the after the plot twist, like the show was absolutely phenomenal. We were sitting right next to a rotating piano, cat got grinded upon.
0: Is that ground on? Is that what happened, cat?
4: No, they will. Guys go through the audience throughout the show. So you can just be sit- sitting there enjoying a number, and then all of a sudden there's a guy on your lap or behind you or dancing what? right next to you. Hi. <laughs> Guess uh, what?
0: like, wait a minute.
4: Guess what? This show, by women for women, they say, hey, ladies, if you don't want any of these guys dancing up on you, just you say, say the safe word. word unicorn and they'll leave you alone. And like, ah, how phenomenal! <laughs>
3: Safe words at a strip show.
4: Safe words at a strip show. Oh, yes, Tony. Tony. Yes, Tony.
0: Uh, so, did they ever go full frontal schlonger donger, or was <laughs> were they
4: clothed no. from the they waist down on. and
0: the high thighs up?
4: There they kept their underwear on, except for one guy. One number.
0: Oh, really?
4: But he covered his tingle dongle with a hat. Oh, good for him. So we never saw any pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> <a> great job, though. <laughs> So, what? Yeah, we never saw. What else? Hippie. What
0: else did you guys do out
4: there? Uh we did the observation wheel. That was fun. Um. <laughs> After the show, we had a. Well, meet that and sounded
0: greet. anticlimactic <laughs> after the first story. <laughs>
4: <laughs> after the show, we did. Uh, we had a meet and greet with some of the dancers, and I was like, "Oh no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing to say to these men. <laughs> I do not want to yeah. interact with them." <laughs> well, hello. Yeah, you just walk up like hi, hi good, good. Like good, good job, good job. And they're yeah, shirtless like... still, so you're just yeah. like, Hello. Naturally, yeah.
1: <laughs> I liked your dancing
4: good good job good job dancing
0: can i see your hat
4: uh but because of this i have i've never seen the second magic mike was i which i hear is a lot more wholesome and i I have not seen the hbo show um the reality Mm -hmm. show which prompted the whole trip in the first place i just watched it ah dang so it's on my (laughs) it's on my list of things to watch
0: so, he, uh, do we get a score from both of you, like yeah, yeah. out of ten? Like oh, how we...
4: like a like, I like a ten out of ten. Wow, wow. you wow.
0: liked it, Kat. Okay.
3: Did you go to <laughs> Meow Wolf oh. while you were in Las Vegas? Huh? Oh, did you?
4: No, we stuck to the Strip. Literally. We... Yeah, we just stuck to the Strip. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. We meow. did the monorail, monorail, monorail. We oh, rode oh, the monorail oh, everywhere. Part of the trip.
1: Awesome. The monorail is the best part of the trip. Uh You're you're talking. You guys sound like me.
0: (laughs) 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 Magic Mike show, sixteen out of ten. Monorail,
4: eighteen out of ten. Monorail highlight, star of the show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Any other uh, confessions that you want to uh, share with us about the trip?
4: You guys are so funny. You think that we're wild. Uh, I love
0: (laughs) it. Cat gave the side eye to Jay after after Carrie. Ask that question, you
3: know, <laughs> Rebecca. Rebecca, we know where you like to vacation. I don't think you're wild at all. No, you're like, I meant, you know, <laughs> after, mesquite.
1: I mean, after, after mon- mesquite, sign after, me up. After the monorail, was there like an excellent buffet? Perhaps you want to confess to, or uh, I don't know.
4: We, <laughs> we went to brunch a couple times, but um, we did go to brunch a couple times. We went well, to even the whole time. The monorail. They just give facts about the monorail. They're like it's the best way to get to your your after parties, and we're all like. The yeah. after no. parties? <laughs> Monorail. Who's rail? doing that? Not it's us. So much cooler
3: than the duo rail, or as we call it, a train.
0: <laughs> ha, the old traino rail. Traino
1: rail. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Kat. Uh, I was hoping for some juicy goss, but I, I'm not getting I, any, apparently.
4: Not, We're yeah, not really. boring and in our 30s. So. <laughs>
1: All right, thank you very much. Uh, anything else that you consume? Thank you, Kat. Uh, anything else uh, that you consume this week, uh, Rebecca? Uh, that you I, I took out?
4: the highway to the danger zone. Oh, you oh, want to review? Oh, you want to review the, the Top Gun? Zone. Yeah, I took a highway to the danger zone, and uh, I have not seen the first Top Gun. I knew the gist. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm in the same plane. <laughs> I never saw uh, Top Gun.
4: But uh, this it, it's it's a great summer blockbuster dads will love it um, <laughs> i've seen a lot of seen a lot of um, anecdotes about how fathers and sons going to see it and then hugging afterwards um really yeah. oh, all right yeah. <laughs>
0: it's,
4: a, it's uh it's the thing i like about movies this is why i don't watch a lot of movies made in the 80s and 90s is because why uh, there's no uh, there's really nothing i think behind them they feel kind of hollow whereas this one i really even though i hadn't seen the first one i understood and i felt the emotional beats so, so essentially tom cruise maverick i thought it was gonna be how maverick got his groove back turns out maverick never lost his groove maverick Aww. is perfect at being Ma- maverick um because he's so good because he is so good there's a mission and he needs to train the to- the best of the best of top gun and so they get the best of the best of top gun including miles teller who didn't hate in this that's um, a, that's
1: that's an accomplishment that's, a, that's there. an accomplishment
4: didn't hate him in this um and so maverick has got to train the best of the best to accomplish this mission and are these kids up to it oh you got to watch to find out um but also, you know, he's got to confront, you know, because Miles Teller plays the son of Anthony Edwards, who died in the first Top Gun. And so there's a Oops. whole lot of emotional conflict between the two of them uh, about Tom Cruise versus Anthony Edwards' son. And they, have, they got to repair their relationship. And Tom Cruise is like, he's he's facing – he's he's – seeing the light at the end of the tunnel of his career as the best pilot of all friggin' time is coming to an end and he needs to accept that and so it is a lot of there's a lot of emotional beats of tom cruise just accepting hey i gotta pass the torch and he passes that torch and uh my my favorite thing about this movie is i went haha whoa a lot because the some of the scenes are phenomenal. I absolutely recommend seeing it in IMAX if you can. I didn't okay. see it in IMAX, so and I does uh, it. so does
1: Mike. Mike uh, texted me immediately and said, "See it in IMAX. Don't see it any other way."
4: Yeah, I saw it regular, and I I regret it. Um, there's a lot of really cool, really cool scenes, and Tom Cruise just man
2: mm-hmm.
4: gives it a gives it his all. This is this could be a record breaker for him. He's never had a movie open more than like sixty five million. Oh uh, really. Yeah, yeah, oh, this is, isn't that this crazy? Is all,
1: it's already breaking records uh, from what yeah. I saw this
2: morning, yeah.
4: So, um oh, just a Day really weekend, yeah.
2: yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, they knew what they do. They know what Jennifer they were doing Conno- with the marketing. Jennifer
4: Connelly is there as a love interest and honestly, you could just scrap her, her whole plot line, like her whole parts of the movie. She doesn't really <sighs> Do anything well, except exist to be a love interest for tom cruise but i like looking at her yeah and the, <laughs> and guess what they know that they spend a lot of time just like camera on her so you can really? admire how beautiful she is All right. keep,
0: well okay
3: hey. There's All the right. scene where she's on the little mechanical horse for some reason and people are like well you did this already like 25 years ago uh, i will tell you this the
4: first scene the first scene where you see her David Bowie's playing in the background, and I was like, a little, okay, on the nose, but okay. It was, yeah. it was just Remember for me. this? Remember her with David Bowie and Labyrinth? Mm-hmm.
1: It was just for yeah. me.
4: Uh,
1: uh, right. well, okay, so you, uh, how many out of stars?
4: Oh, uh, like five out of five planes, I guess. Uh, okay. It, it, there, there's, so there's a part in the movie where they do the thing they have been training for, and I was like, wow, this is gonna be the most stressful two minutes of my life. And but then that part ends, and then the movie keeps going. And I'm like, you're telling me that wasn't even the climax of the movie? There's <laughs> s- there's a lot of edge of your seat stuff. Okay. I do recommend.
2: All right. Well, I, I wanna see well, if anything, I'm I'm going to see it, but I, I really want to see like the how it was made because that was really what struck me, because they there's an I've talked about this on the show before, but if you make the military look positive in a high uh, like highlight them and mm-hmm. the, what we do. Which I'm they, sure they did get, in they, this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get a lot of funding and that's why Michael Bay still gets to make movies and like but they but they they went all out for how well, they shot this and a lot and of it's not, shots and are they very don't real. they don't
4: rely on stunt doubles either. Like right. so many of the actors actually trained to fly right. these planes and experience like G Force and all of this stuff.
2: So, I, read I, a, no, I, I read I read an article. I really, really want to see see it for, I mean, I do. I need to watch the. Fir- I've seen the first one multiple times, but do I need a refresh?
4: No, there. I no, because so. there's a, there's enough in this movie that yeah. makes you go, yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Valley Kilmer. Oh, I do. I do really want to say Valley Kilmer, as we know, he. Um, what does he got? He has throat cancer. Yeah, or? something.
1: He can't speak. He, he can't, can't speak.
4: Spe- he can't speak, and they incorporate that in the movie and not and it's really I think respectful um Tom Cruise he has conversations with him via text um but then when he does show up um it's I'm not gonna I won't like spoil it or anything but they incorporate the fact that he can't speak and it's really emotional and you don't expect to be like whoa this two men having a conversation and hugging is like making me really (laughs) feel things (laughs)
1: All right. Also just uh, and
2: just so just so everyone knows, yes, Top Gun is the Navy, not yeah. the Air Force. I want people to know that.
4: Navy's they, got points. They hammer that home. They hammer that home in this movie yes. too. They're it like is this the is Navy, the Navy. So stop
2: asking me.
0: <laughs>
2: we have right. F sixteens and F fifteens. We have the Star Screams. Uh, Jay, what have you consumed? I okay, so it's been a minute, but um I started candy. Um, I need to finish it. Oh. I,
1: I I finished it finally.
2: Yeah. It's it's wild. Um, but I will tell you like that I bought uh, excuse me. I start I, I watch a show called We Bought a Dump Now What uh, on HGTV. I'm enjoying that. <laughs> it's huh. it's just people buying terrible terrible houses and fixing them up. I love that. Um, what I've been they checking out bought dumps um, Hulu's just been suggesting shit to me, and I'm they're they're kicking ass right now. Great American, excuse me, Great Soul Food Cook-Off, 100% must watch. Oh. Like whether you have had soul food or not, it is it is great. It is if you like Great British Baking Show, it's the same kind of energy. There is that the niceness about it. You know, there is a they talk a little shit, but uh, they prepare some wonderful dishes. They give you a lot of great uh american history because soul food is american history as well and um african history and uh but there's this one scene that i posted on my instagram of of like she's like jermaine you underutilize the sweet potato and it's like a very dramatic moment and i was like i love it but check it out Uh, (laughs) but the biggest thing that i really want to speak on because i'm eight episodes in is batman unburied on uh, Spotify. The podcast. Oh, is it good? It is so freaking good. If if you if you can check it out, uh, I prefer, me personally, um, I do a lot of comedy at nighttime. And so on my drives home, I usually got maybe a 40 minute, because the episodes are about 30, 35 uh, minutes long. And sometimes I got an hour drive. I like to watch it at night when it's spooky out, because Massachusetts and Rhode Island get very sleepy hollow and uh, it is it it is good, and it, I won't spoil it. But episode eight, or excuse episode seven and eight, gave me the best origin story of a character that we all uh, that we all know. Not the big one, but I'm just saying uh, there's a there's a there's a DC or there's a Batman villain that we get a a really fleshed out origin story that puts that has me like respect the character even more. Cool. Um, Winston Duke um, plays Mbaka uh, from Black Panther. Is uh, Batman Bruce Wayne? I know you're probably saying, "Well, he's black." Well, guess what? You can't hear his race, you moron. But no, uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, it's well, he's got wonderful. a great voice, though. Yeah, yeah, he he's, he he does a great Batman. Um, and then they got Gina Rodriguez. Uh, there's some like other her. voices that uh, Hassan Minaj is in there. You, like it's, him? It's a really well done. Check it out. Sounds good. A,
4: I, I also forgot to it's speaking of like podcasts, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl unbeatable radio yeah. you, show. You you were
1: going on about that one, yeah?
4: That one's a ton of fun. I tore through it in a day, really quick. Um, a lot of like celebrity cameos, uh, like John Hodgman's in the first episode. Um, Busy Phillips shows up in one. Leah Thompson, Paul Shear, quite a few. Um, but it's fun. It's fun
1: sounds good check it out uh, uh tony lee who wants to go next
4: mm. i'll go
0: next all right um looking at my list i guess i didn't watch very much this week apparently uh, <laughs> i watched obi-wan like you guys did really enjoyed that we're gonna talk wow. about that on our uh on our deep yeah. dive but uh i'm i'm glad that they uh that they finally got off the desert planet that's that's nice (laughs) for for being for being a backwater edge of the rim planet that glacier gets a lot of play
3: the absolute true star of star wars is tattoo yeah
0: exactly listen uh, listen
1: we we are the best the best supporting character and true hero of this show tika the jawa okay let's not leave tika behind i want more of tika
0: he had one of my uh his Interaction between Obi-Wan was one of my favorite parts of the first two episodes. It's also
3: the, uh, yeah. first, time, it's also the first time we've had uh, closed captioning
0: for Jawas. That, that's what I was wondering, because this is the yeah. first time we've actually understood what Jawa was yep. saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. cool. Um, and then um, I checked out the actual most important show that came out this week. It's not Obi-Wan. Sorry, guys. Uh, uh... It was, was Shorzy. Uh, the the Letterkenny spinoff oh, <laughs> featuring Shorzy. Right. That's right. Uh, just kidding. It was Obi Wan. That was the most important. <laughs> Shorzy was <laughs> Shorzy was still cool though. We watched the first episode, and I can see where they're going with it. And uh I thought yeah. it was going to weird me out being able to see Jared Kiso's face being like Shorzy because he plays Shorzy and Wayne in Letterkenny, and you only see him as Wayne, and then you hear his voice as Shorzy, but they did a good job. It didn't feel weird. They change his look up enough. He, they give him scruff. And uh, I don't know if he actually knocked a tooth out for this role or if he already had a tooth missing. But he's clearly missing one of his front teeth. Mm. And uh, anyway, yeah, it. Uh, I enjoyed the first episode. I'm going to keep watching that one. I think there's six. So. All right. That's about it for me.
3: Uh, Lee? I uh, watched a show called Obi-Wan. It was really mm. good. It's about mm-hmm. it's about Obi-Wan and he's like I'm so tired cuz I was Obi-Wan. I really don't want to be Obi-Wan anymore. And somebody's like you should be Obi-Wan again. And he's like okay. All right. So that's the show and I loved it. I I gave it 100 Obi-Wans out of 10, <laughs> at one out of 10. Um yeah. also I uh, watched uh, a little bit of Flight Attendant season 2 and uh um, oh, was I it loved- any good? I, it's not as strong as the first season, but Haley Quacco is kind of amazing anyway, so it doesn't matter. She's just I fantastic. I really liked the first season. The first season's amazing. Yeah, it's uh, really good. And then um, my favorite show about terrible people, Secession. We're kind of just working our way through the second oh, season of it. Succession. That show. That show. Oh, my God. Oh. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh. And then uh, I watched a video of myself eating these delicious peanut butter
1: pretzels. <laughs> That's your premium I,
3: content there. We know a remote farm in Lincolnshire where Mrs. Buckley lives every July. <laughs> Peanut butter pretzels grow there. <laughs> grow there. <laughs> do, you, do, you really, do you really mean that? Uh, so in other <laughs> words, I'd start half a second later. Uh, don't you think you should really mean to say July over the snow? Isn't that the fun of it? <laughs> yeah.
1: that's all, that's i all know what you're doing lee thank you I know, you're doing it for me thank you yeah um uh i'm still trying to remember to watch the offer speaking of miles teller yeah um, <laughs> he's like the center of it and he's the most least interesting person on the show oh. so uh he's just kind of a, a to me he's like an mc who's introducing you to the other characters on the show you know he's like this is this is francis Ford Coppola. This, you know, <laughs> this is Al Pacino. Here you go. You know. Uh, so yeah. Uh, also finished Candy and quite enjoyed it. Um, I I'm not sure how I feel about uh, Under the Banner of Heaven because this last episode was just heart-wrenching. I'm two um, episodes
4: behind.
1: Oh, it just it, it's just making me so angry and sad at the same time. I had I had one critical issue. Hmm? What what
4: suits are, are too fitting? No, what a what a what
3: a would a good, chaste, devout LDS woman of 1980 call her husband babe?
1: Yes. Ah. Okay. Really? Okay. I've been there. Yes, I've been there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, and on Disney Plus, the making of Moonlight uh, really? is is so good because you get you find out about the people that they worked on this show. Man, uh-huh. they worked like hell, and that's. I'm not even talking about special effects or anything like that. I'm talking about deciding. What the story should be, how the character should be, uh-huh. and how, you know, the, how all of the characters need to interact and what they need to accomplish. It, most of the making of this is, is not about special effects. It's about the story development, and it's fascinating. If you're a writer, I would suggest that you take a okay. look at it.
4: Dang, okay.
1: Um, yeah, go ahead.
2: Oh, just when—I'm when, when, sorry, oh, when oh, okay. done, I did forget. Uh, um, links.
1: Episode four of Star Trek Strange New Worlds was delightful. It's Star Trek, you nothing, guys.
4: I'm hearing nothing but amazing things yeah. about the show. It's so I need to get good.
1: You remember Lee, uh, the old series, when you'd see ships in the distance and it was like they were just a twinkling star? Yeah, yeah. That's explained. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's explained. I'm, I it's not finish... that we had. It's
3: not that we had a cheap special effects budget. There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. I have to finish uh, a certain basement remodel and then I'm jumping straight on that
1: show. It's so good because it's uh, it's. It's, and I'm not spoiling anything, it's the Gorn. Hmm. Um, But, uh, oh, it was just, you learn things about the Gorn. You know, I laugh about the Gorn, you know, from the classic series because it was guy in suit. Have you ever uh, been to a Gorn wedding? I have, actually. Thank you, Lower Decks. Uh, Anyway, but (laughs) watch the, if if you're not sure watch this episode if you haven't started i would even say skip and, and watch this episode and you'll be sold you'll be st- completely sold on strange new worlds and of course kenobi which we can all just gush about for and we're going to on our patreon go to geekshowgotthiscovered.com we're going to go on about the first two episodes uh, here in a moment but uh, just terrific stuff yes jay
2: I uh, no, Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I was I was oh, no, sorry. Um, I had to leave last week because I, I had to go to the airport. But I, what I did want to tell people, um, if you're not watching Hacks, you are wrong. Yes. That's, yes.
4: Hacks. Is, I was going to say that. one. one, one shows, I forgot. But it's one it's on one of those shows that's on my list, but I'm terrified to watch it because I know I'll fall in love with it. And just yeah, be really oh, mad will... about where I'm at here's, in my own life. So
1: here's good. what here's the decision we've made about Hacks is we're going to let them stack up and binge them. Yeah, Uh, because they're just that good, you know. Right after after we're done, I I want more. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I want more because like you, and this season two, Jean Smart. Oh my God, they I mean they make her, you like if you follow the first season, you know Mm -hmm. she's she's a lot to deal with as a character, but they make her like you're they they create so much tension in this show, and Mm -hmm. that's that's and it's like just kind of how. If you understand how comedy works, for those people, like, for those people that don't know, it's creating tension and then that release that, from, that comes from the, from the joke. So mm-hmm. they're creating an enormous amount of, attention, or of tension, and I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for it to be released, so I might have to wait on this and, and binge it like you. Um, second show that doesn't get enough props, and it's a lot of characters, and I mean a lot of fucking characters, Young Justice. Phantom, oh, yes. Their fourth season Man, is really good. Up. The newest the newest episode just came out. The big bad is uh I don't want to spoil it for well, can I don't, I don't know cuz he's watching this. Tell us who the big bad is. It's Zod. Zod. Ooh, oh, okay. Nice. Oh, I like
4: Zod. that.
2: Yeah, we're getting Zod, but I mean like this show is the wokest show on television. I mean we talk about, they, they they explain pronouns so well. They have, uh, they got the Aquaman relation, uh, his uh, boyfriend. Like, it is, it is a very, very woke show, and it explains uh, why a, a character wears a hijab, and uh, it, uh, it explains non-binary pronouns and everything. Well, this sounds it's like a, something that everyone should be watching to it's learn. It's a good show that people should be watching. And I've, it, seen,
4: it, I've seen responses on Twitter from people who are like, Get this woke mon- nonsense out of my show. And a lot of people coming to support the show being like, yeah. Hey, actually, you're the asshole. And yeah. this is phenomenal stuff.
2: And it yes. does. Uh, there's. They did an episode with uh, uh, one of the uh, a DC characters I like, uh, Rocket, and she has an autistic son. And oh. they explain it like how they explain the certain issues in such an eloquent, simple way in in a 22 minute show that is so palatable and easy to understand. And then there, and then sometimes people be fucking, you know. it's, kind of, <laughs> it's <kind of> cool. <laughs> Not like that, but like you could tell. There you go. They, there's,
1: all right yeah, just, uh anything else out. oh games
0: tony oh yeah games they're a thing <laughs> um hey tony let's see uh no no nothing there something <coughs> called the the gig apocalypse gig, gig apocalypse yep card shark uh okay this one's actually noticed notable uh diablo immortal coming out on June 2nd. If you like the Diablo games, this is that one that everyone got mad at because it's a new Diablo game, but it's on your phone and not on a PC or a console. (laughs) To which the people presenting the uh, announcement of it said, what's the matter, don't you have phones? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Thanks.
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, they actually decided to port it out to PC as well. So it's coming out on Android, iOS, and PC. And that comes out on June 2nd. No idea if it's any good because they just haven't really shown much off about it. I think they're afraid to. All right. Um, That's it. That was the last one for this week.
1: Okay. Well, if Mr. B was here, he'd say,
2: eat more ham, Maverick.